0: So let's pray. Speak, O Lord, as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word. Take your truth and plant it deep in us and shape and fashion us in your likeness so that the light of Christ might be seen today in our acts of love and deeds of faith. Amen. So I wonder if you as a child always knew what you wanted to be when you grew up. I'm one of those people who it took a little while to decide what I wanted to be and do. When I was young, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I loved the sea and all the different forms of life, and I was particularly um, a bit obsessed, to be honest, with dolphins. And I was really sure about this as a child. That is, until I realised that my severe seasickness might make that a pretty unpleasant career choice. And then when I was leaving sick From college, I was offered an apprenticeship in a pharmaceutical company, working in the lab as a chemist. And then I realised that my propensity to break things might not make that a very helpful environment either. So when I left sick from college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I worked in various jobs and I did some travelling for three years. And then I accidentally did a theology degree. Yes, accidentally, but that's a story for another day, I think. But after the degree, I had another year of travelling and working, trying to decide what I was going to do with myself. And then I did my teaching qualification, and I became a secondary and sixth form teacher, and it was great. I loved the students, well, most of them, and I loved my colleagues, well, most of them too, and I loved the work, well, most of it. And I thought I had finally found who I was and what I was going to do for the rest of my career. But God had other plans. I just couldn't shake that feeling that there was something else that God had for me to do. I loved what I was doing and I didn't want to get away from it. But there was just this sense of unrest. And after much searching and many conversations and prayer, and to be honest, quite a bit of arguing with God, I found myself applying for ministry, applying to be a deacon in the Methodist Church. And this is something that I would never have imagined doing. But I simply can't do anything else. This is what God is calling me to do and who God is calling me to be. As Paul mentioned earlier, today is vocation Sunday. And sometimes when we think about vacations, we think that we only mean people in full time ministry or perhaps those who are in particular careers. But we are all called by God, every single one of us. And God has many callings on our lives too. And some of those callings last a lifetime, and others are just for a season. So the question today is what is God's calling for you? Where are you being called to serve? There are some things, though, that God calls us all to as disciples of Christ. And in the reading that we heard from 1 John 4, we heard how we are called to abide in God. Or as John 15 puts it, to remain in God as a branch is connected to the vine. So we are to be connected to God. What does it mean to abide in God, to be connected to God as a branch is connected to the vine? Well, for me, I think it speaks firstly and foremostly about relationship. As disciples of Jesus, as branches on a vine, we can know ourselves as a part of Jesus's family. And this passage in John's Gospel is part of the farewell discourse where Jesus is teaching the disciples before his death resurrection and ascension and he's telling them what they're going to need to know once he's no longer physically there and he tells them I may not be walking alongside you but we are connected I am with you always I am your roots your anchor and through me you are connected to God and to one another and this is just as good news for us today as it was for the disciples over 2,000 years ago. In our abiding in Christ, we are connected to one another. Through Jesus, we are united, and we can no longer be independent, for we need each other. We are interdependent, fellow branches on the vine. And we are nourished and sustained by Jesus. We are given the things that we need, not just to survive, but to thrive and be fruitful. And we are called to bear fruit with the same abundance that Jesus demonstrated in his ministry. When Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish, it wasn't a meagre meal, as you might expect. In fact, there were 12 baskets left over. And when the disciples had empty nets and Jesus told them to cast on the other side of the boat, their net became so full that the disciples couldn't haul them back in. Jesus displayed this abundance over and over again. Life with Jesus is an abundant life. And so what is this fruit that we are called to bear abundantly? Well, we hear in Galatians 5 that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And from that list of things, we hear that Bearing Fruits is not just about doing good things, though that, of course, is part of it, but it's about relationships. It's about how we relate to other people and to God, and how we reflect Christ in the world. Both of our readings today emphasize that we need to show God's love. In all that we think and do and say. We are called to love others as we are loved by God. Jesus said, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now, in all likelihood, we won't be asked to literally give up our lives for each other. But are we willing to put aside our own wishes and wants for one another? Am I willing to put aside my own desires for your well-being? 1 John 4 tells us that those who say, I love God and hate their brothers and sisters are liars. It goes on, the commandment that we have is to love our brothers and sisters. Loving isn't always easy. God might call us to prune those things in our lives, that make it hard for us to love others or hard for us to love ourselves? Whether that's pride, fear, prejudice, self-interest, apathy, whatever it is that is holding us back from truly loving with the love that God has shown to us in Jesus. What are the things that are preventing you from showing God's love? Do you need to allow God to prune you so that you can be more fruitful in the world. I suspect that we all do. And pruning can be painful. We don't want to let go of the things that have protected us or even things that are just habits. We hold on to them tightly. I was doing some gardening for a neighbour yesterday, and she has a grapevine in her garden. And she always prunes that vine back hard in early winter. And as I've looked out of my window over her garden for the last few months, it's looked rather bare, Uh, just kind of a gray twig really. But now that the weather started improving, the sun is shining, the vine is starting to send out new shoots again. New life is beginning to shine through. And our lives are just like this. We need to be willing to go through the process of pruning in order that our lives can shine through with the life of Christ. There's one final thing that I've been thinking about when I've been preparing for today's service. I wonder what it means for us together as the body of Christ to be branches on the vine. What would the church look like if we embraced our collective calling to abide, to be fruitful and to love? How would it be expressed in our worship, our use of resources and our relationships? Recently, the Methodist Church in Britain, through the Evangelism and Growth team, has expressed our commitment to being a growing, evangelistic, inclusive, justice-seeking church. And it seems to me that if we are to live out these final instructions of Jesus, and collectively live as branches on the vine of God, then we will indeed be growing in fruitfulness, sharing the good news with all people and seeking justice. So where are the places that we need to more fully embody this as individuals, but also as a church? And so today on Vocation Sunday, Let us affirm our calling to abide in Christ, giving thanks for how we are nourished and sustained to produce fruit in the world and to love as we have been loved. Amen.